Welcome to No Content, a podcast produced by Big Slate Media. No Content is a podcast full of content made by content creators. New trends, big ideas, expert opinions, and all the need to know on how to keep your content fresh and fly. Welcome to our podcast. The title of today's podcast is Why Your Lame Happy Thursday Facebook Post is Annoying. How are you doing, everybody? My name is Lucas Cooper. I work for Big Slate Media, and I've got two other of my friends in here. We've got Jess and Jonathan. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing well. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) So today's podcast is all about social media marketing. We are hoping that we can help the small business owner and the big business owner with their social media marketing. Both of these people in here today are in here with me for a reason. So Jess, tell me a little bit about your background in marketing. Actually, I don't even know why I'm here. I just kind of walked in (laughs) off the street. No, Uh, I got my uh, start in the marketing field uh, working for the Knoxville Chamber, the local chamber of commerce here. I was their communications and marketing manager for almost three years. I managed their brand on social media as well as Innovation Valley, which is the regional economic development partnership in the region. I manage their brand on social media as well. And currently at Big Slate, I manage pretty much all of our social media clients and manage our own channels as well. Not pretty much. You manage all no, of them. No, I do it. Yeah, Literally all of <laughs> Jonathan, what about you? What's your background like and, and why should we listen mm. to what you say today? You probably shouldn't. But um, since you're already listening, you made it this far. Maybe you'll hang out for another five minutes. A lot of my background is in digital marketing and web development. And uh, I brought probably 10 to 15 startups to mid-sized companies to market and have been marketing director, CMO, or um, a founding member of those companies for the last, I don't know, maybe five, seven years. Um, started Big Slate Media about four and a half years ago, five years actually now. Wow. And uh, saw the need for content in the market, both for the business owner and for the marketing agency. And so that's what this company is all about. Awesome. So if you're listening, uh, know that we love questions. And if you hear something on today's episode that you would love to ask us a question about or get our opinion about, uh, you can always reach out to us at info at bigslatemedia.com. And we would love to hear from you. Um, But let's get right into it. So today's topic is social media marketing, but more so why your lame Happy Thursday Facebook post is annoying. Now, we were talking about this a couple, couple weeks ago, I think, and it was something that we just realized that there's a lot of pretty terrible content out there on the social media networks. And so today we just want to tackle that. We want to tackle what it looks like to have content that matters to an audience because we all, as business owners and business people, have a product or a service we're trying to sell. So how can we touch base with the audience that we're trying to reach and make them care about that? So let's jump in with hopefully a softball. What's the worst uh, piece of content you've ever seen on social media channels? I really hate when businesses try to hop on bandwagons or trends and they have no idea what it's even referring to. And so they end up posting something that's like super offensive. So something that comes to mind is DiGiorno's Pizza. I think it was like four years ago. There was a hashtag trending. It was hashtag why I stayed. And DiGiorno's tweeted hashtag why I stayed you had pizza, not knowing that the hashtag was referring to domestic violence and why people stayed in abusive oh relationships. My, oh my goodness. <laughs> I know it's, it's, it's awful. Terrible. Yeah. So I hate that. And it happens far too often because <laughs> oh. people don't do the research before they start posting something that's trending. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, I would say my, that. my, yeah, I can't, um, I can't think of one specifically, but I, the things that come to mind are like 
really salesy mm. posts that are mm-hmm. just like, we have a special today and it's like, mm-hmm. nobody cares. Um, yeah. Or, uh, or somebody mentioned uh, multi-level marketing. Those are rough. Oh. A lot of times. Absolutely. I was about to name some, but I don't want to call yeah, out yeah, any yeah, of my no, no, friends no, no. from yeah, high yeah. school. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing about this stuff Are is like, I get, uh, I get like fed a ton of ads on Instagram and Facebook and half the time it's stuff that I just, you know, stumbled across online on Google or something. And then I'm getting fed ads and it just, it's obnoxious. Um, so we talked about the worst post you've seen. What's uh, why, why is this an issue in the world? Why are we talking about this today? I, th- I think that this is an issue of a bigger sales understanding problem that people, at least in the, the, the posts that I've seen that annoy me, they don't have any emotion behind it. They don't have any thought or strategy. It's just like they're just posting. And, and they, they, the only thing they're trying to do is generate a sale. And so they just post with that strategy. We need to generate a sale. When that's like not what your strategy should be in social media. There's a, a piece of that, but it really should be you know, about your company, about, you know, your values, about what your audience is interested in. Um, and people just kind of don't think about it and just, just post something to, to generate a sale. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. And I'd also say on a more technical level, I feel like in a lot of small businesses today, um, social media is just sort of tacked onto someone else's existing job and they don't really know what to post or how often to post. And so, um, I feel like at that point, they're just posting just to post and focusing on, we got to get get as many posts out as we can and not focusing on, on the quality or the value they're offering with it. Right. So, so you're saying basically there's a, like, there's, there's a limit to how much you should post. You shouldn't have to feel like you need to post like every waking minute or every hour for your company. And depending on what you're even selling, I mean, that might not even serve you well is what you guys are saying. Well, that's, that's interesting. What's, what's, uh, I hear, I was doing some research before this and I, I hear the term consistency and relevancy a lot. And I'm just curious in your guys' history, what, what exactly does consistency and relevancy have to do with social media? Because it's one thing to say consistency and to a person who might think that they need to post every day, that's still consistent. So what's the, what's the, what's the balance there for consistency and relevancy? And what do those two things mean? I would say relevancy beyond just remaining relevant to your audience, you need to remain relevant within your industry as a thought leader, posting content that uh, positions you as a thought leader and posting about what your audience wants to hear from you in that moment. You got to constantly ask yourself, what does my audience want from me and how can I present it to them in a way that is engaging and relevant? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I think I'm going to get on a soapbox for this whole podcast because I feel passionate about this, that consistency and relevancy is whatever it is to you. If, if consistency for your brand is posting once a day, posting three times a day, posting once a month, then, then that's it. And it really comes down to your resources is, is to how consistent you can be. But in terms of relevancy, I think relevancy and engagement are kind of married. You know, you're, if you're not posting something relevant, you're not going to get much engagement. So the soapbox that I'm standing on is the Facebook should not be the place where you sell your product or service um, necessarily. Um, we try and we try to, to tell our clients to, to use like an 80-20 percentage posting that 20% of your posts are about your product. You know, you got a special, you got something cool that's happening. And then 
80% of it is lifestyle stuff. It's about company culture. It's about something that you're your audience is interested in. So if you're an insurance salesman, you may post about how you can save somebody money on their insurance policy. But 80% of the time, you should be posting about like business statistics, uh, stuff that, that, that business owners use to grow, motivational stuff. Like those are just some ideas. But that kind of relevancy is the type of content you should be throwing out. Right. Like, like right now we're approaching Father's Day and I'm getting a ton of ads fed to me about buy something nice for dad. And that's kind of what you're referring to there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But and I'll say this too. The title of this podcast is your lame happy Thursday Facebook post is annoying <laughs> because people, people do some of what I'm saying and that they just post, Hey, it's Thursday, happy right. Thursday, but there's no strategy behind it. So mm. if Father's Day is coming up and if that makes, mm. you can't just say, Happy Father's Day. There's got to be something connected to your brand, something connected, you know, that's interesting yeah. within that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's that's great. Maybe if your brand is, uh, you know, out there for men, middle-aged men between 40 and 50 or 40 and 60, then maybe saying Happy Father's Day on Father's Day would be a good thing. Uh, but not necessarily saying, hey, it's Wednesday. Here's a picture of our office dog. Yeah. Um, something like that might not fly as well. Everyone loves to see the office dog any day that's of the a, week. That's a bad example. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, see, that's why you guys are talking and I'm the one hosting. <laughs> so then I'll ask some more questions. <laughs> Maybe I'll learn something. <laughs> can I add Can I add something? I thought of no, when John was talking. Let's move. Please. Oh, okay, fine. When talking about consistency, I also thought about consistency in your tone of voice and your messaging. Mm-hmm. If you have multiple people in the office, this applies more to uh, a social media team within an office. But if you have multiple people that are posting, make sure you have communicated on the front end and decided what your tone is and what the, what the messaging is in the majority of your posts. So that it just, it should not sound like multiple people are posting. It is one voice, one brand. Right. Right. If you want a great example of that, go check out Wendy's Twitter. Theirs is awesome. Um, and that brings me to a great point. We use, today, the, the title is your lame happy Thursday Facebook post is annoying, but we're not limiting this to just Facebook today, right? We're talking about all channels, which actually leads me to another question is, you know, should I favor one over another if I'm a company owner or how do I, how do I manage to uh, juggle all the medias that are out there? You have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Now people get on Tumblr. You can now put ads on LinkedIn and Reddit. So, I mean, how do you really hold all of these and what, what's the best way to take, take advantage of that? Yeah, I think, I think one of the biggest mistakes a business can make is trying to just get on all the channels that, mm-hmm. that come up um, without having any, mm-hmm. any forethought uh, as to who their target audience is. You can, you can find statistics for any of the channels who, who the majority audience is and decide if your target audience lies within that. And so I think that's a good starting point in terms of, you know, where am I going to put my content? Yeah, I'd echo that. And I'd I'd say to um, you as a team or as an individual um, have limited resources and you can't do everything super well. So pick where your your strengths are and stick to that. Awesome. So that's a great transition into my next question, which was, what is your advice for a one man marketing team? How would you handle this if you've got a team of four and you have one person that is uh, doing marketing? What's your advice to them? First, first piece of advice would be to hire us. Um, <laughs> you can't do it alone. No, I'm just kidding. But really, you need to find a source of. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, you need to find a source of content that you can get easily. Content easily. 
those, if, if you walk away from this podcast with two things, those are the two things. It's hard. You're going to spend 90% of your time tracking down content, trying to figure out what you're going to post. So really just find a, a source. And whether that's internally, whether you're taking photos and and putting them in Dropbox or Google Drive or whatever to, to save them for later, or you can subscribe to a stock footage thing or hire a company to come out and do some lifestyle stuff. Just find that source. And then the, the second piece of advice that I would have in that is don't try to do it every day necessarily. Come up with your strategy for maybe a month and sit down twice a month and hammer out and schedule posts and you know make a spreadsheet that's got all of your words that you're going to say even in the posts and and do that. Run with that strategy. Now that doesn't mean don't post. You know if something cool happens or you know you're trying to be relevant, still throw that in there. But do the majority of your work at one time. And Jess does a great job of that with the, some of the fairs that we manage. She she really hammers out the strategy before so that she can spend more time responding to questions, engaging with people in posts and not having to post. So, yeah, it really helps uh, on Facebook. You can schedule all your posts on the front end. Uh, you could plan a week, a couple weeks, month out. Um, but kind of bouncing off what you said, I was a one man marketing team or one person social media team. And I did rely heavily on internal staff members that were out doing different things all the time to bring content back to me, whether that is video or photos or information. People in your office are the experts in the field. They're the experts in the industry. And so they're able to offer not just content, live content, like photos and video stuff that's happening right then, but they can write blog content based on, you know, industry trends or information. And and that blog post can be posted across all of your channels in different ways. Let, let, me, let me ask you another question just while you're on this thought, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, so practically speaking, give our listeners like some tools that you have used in the past to help build content quickly that, you know, I've know I've watched you use Canva before and stuff like yeah, that. So yeah. are there any practical tools that you would could offer up? Definitely. Um, the, the big ones I would mention. So Jonathan mentioned for the fairs, I actually just have a giant spreadsheet, which is just very old school, but it works for me. And yeah, Canva I use, uh, you don't have to be a stellar designer to create graphics. Canva has been a great user-friendly way to um, it's an alternative, I guess you would say, to trying to learn Adobe products, trying to learn Photoshop or, or Illustrator. And I also utilize Trello to kind of move my content through the funnel from planning to writing. When something gets edited, you can click and drag that card over to it's going to be posted here. There's checklists and deadlines you can set. Nice. And then we also utilize Asana to keep everyone. <laughs> I know you guys help me curate a lot of content as well. And so we use Asana to set tasks for everyone. And mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Um, who created that spreadsheet for you, by the way? Um, well, Lucas had one that I <laughs> modified. <laughs> so I did. I just, I just thought about this. I didn't even tell the listeners who I am. Um, and all you should know about me is that I originally was, was hired to do what Jess is doing. And then Jonathan hired Jess and, uh, it's basically like if like if an NFL player joined a middle school team and I was the starting quarterback on the middle school team, that's basically what happened. Jess was the uh, NFL player that came in and just stole everything from me. <laughs> so here I did, what, this is what I do now. I just host the podcast. Uh, no, in all seriousness, I am the creative director of Big Slate and that's enough about me. Okay, so let's move on So we're because we're running out of time here, but what's the vice versa that we talked about the one-man marketing team? What's the vice versa for a bigger team of people? Because just being honest, I know this is not a... 10 hour a week job if you want to do this well. So, so what's the advice you have? Uh, communication is everything. Communication and planning on the front end with a, a multiple person team, I would say is like the number one. 
uh, make sure you know, you just don't want to be stepping on toes. You, you need to know whose job it is to do what in terms of gathering content, posting the content, scheduling the content, whatever that looks like. Otherwise, there'll be double posts. Um, there'll be no posts because you thought someone was going to post something and they didn't. So that would be my number one advice for and a large team. You've, you've utilized that well. Even in a small team, I've watched you utilize that with, uh, with us via Trello and via Asana, uh, just creating tasks and saying, hey, Lucas, I know this is not your job, but you need to do this to help me do my job better. And so I just, I've seen that firsthand. That's a great piece of advice. Right. You guys are the ones that are the hands-on, the, the, the video experts. I, w- I wouldn't try to, you know, create the content r- related to what you guys were doing. Right. Um, it just right. makes sense for me to be the uh, editor. Yeah. Is there anything you want to add to that, Jonathan? Yeah. I, th- I think Jess kind of touched on this earlier that was uh, just divvy up the responsibilities. But at the end of the day, Jess is responsible for our social media. That's like, we all contribute to it and we all get her content. But at the end of the day, there's somebody that like, okay, the buck stops with Jess. In your organization, the buck stops with whoever that is. And, and they're the ones leading the charge. Okay, so another question I have is in regards to B2B marketing and B2C marketing. Is there anything different uh, that you guys would approach those two topics with when it comes to social media marketing? Uh, I feel like we could do a whole episode on, yeah. on B2B okay. versus B2C. Yeah. What, uh, totally. right. I, I, we will do that. We'll, we'll definitely I'm going to write that down right now. <laughs> so I can table that for our next uh, yeah. podcast. I, I, will say, I will say this, though. For the purpose of this podcast, um, I think the the lame happy Thursday post, I think B2B folks are the worst offenders in that because admittedly their strategy is more challenging. They're not hitting the masses with a product. They're hitting business owners or decision makers. And those people are hard to target on social media. They're there and there are tools out there that, that allow you to reach them, but they're just, it's not the widespread thing that, that Facebook's used to nice. or Instagram or whoever. So as we conclude today, let's leave the listeners here with a thought, a way to wrap up this episode and a takeaway for them to leave with. So Jess, why don't you go ahead? I feel like uh, thinking back to everything we've talked about, a lot of people might be asking themselves, well, then how often should I be posting? Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say that's a really hard question, but it's, it's as often as you're able to produce quality, relevant content for Mm -hmm. your audience. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to add anything? Yeah. I'll add this. I think if you're struggling with where to post, when to post, how much to post, that that is kind of going back to what I, I talked about first. That's a symptom of a bigger issue with your sales strategy. You're not telling people on social media who you are. And so if you're struggling with those things, go back to your identity. Who are you? And you know, what do you want to say? And once you understand that and fully grasp that, the rest of those questions will kind of flush themselves out. Well said, well said. I think that wraps things up. Once again, if you have a question about today's episode or want to ask Jonathan or Jess something specific about what they talked about, please email us at info at bigslatemedia.com. Thank you so much for tuning into the No Content Podcast. We did our very first one and you listened and we thank you very much for that. Uh, so uh, tune in for our next episode and thanks for stopping by for no content. Happy Thursday. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys later. <laughs>